Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Good morning, Thinner Circle. So I wanted to share something with you. Eventually this will morph itself into a podcast, but I wanted to just share it with you um, because over this week, as you and I have met and we have, you know, had our meetings this week or whatever, I've shared with you how obedience always leads to suffering and how I'm seeing that pattern and that trend that, you know, Jesus was so strong in his ability to obey what he needed to do, but it required that he suffer. And I've been seeing this. And so yesterday I sat down upstairs um, where my husband usually does his Bible study and his Bible was open to first John. And I glanced over and right away a scripture caught my attention and it was first John five ten, which simply says, this is real love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and he sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. And this morning, as I came downstairs to my office, that scripture just kept, like, I just kept, I, I, I had to, I kept thinking about it. So I, I looked it up and, you know, I just read it again. First John five ten, and that, you know, that his, this is real love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent us his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. And then as if it was as if the Holy Spirit illuminated a part of that scripture that I was reading over. And I'm going to, I'm going to share with you what I brainstormed and journaled as a result of this revelation. What caught my attention is a sacrifice to take away our sins. Sacrifice takes away our sins. And start, I started journaling okay, our sacrifices empty us of ourselves. Our sacrifices lead us from our flesh to God. And these were just all truths that, you know, I sometimes am aware of, but cannot articulate in terms of why and how I've been able to be so obedient, because I can't explain my obedience. This isn't anything I woke up with the ability to do. This is through the grace of God. But our sacrifices, I wrote, lead us from our flesh to God. Our sacrifices lead us to obedience, our sacrifices, it's how we become more like Christ. And our obedience will require us to make sacrifices. Sacrifices will mean suffering, right? Like all of these things were true as I was just brainstorming about sacrifices taking away our sins. And then I wrote, our sacrifices take away our sins. And there it was. All I could think was, that's the answer. That's where I was made stronger to be able to obey, was through practicing my sacrifices. Practicing obedience meant I was sacrificing, and from that, it took away my sin. So if we know what we should do and we don't do it, we know that that's the definition of sin, right? So if I want to step into obedience and transform my life from the inside out, it means I must make sacrifices because the act of sacrificing takes away not only my sin, but my desire for that sin. And here's why that's important. It's because nothing sinful or evil can be in God's presence. He's absolute goodness. And Jesus died 
Jesus died to give us access to God. And though he died for our sins and our sins have been washed away, God still can't be near sin. And what is sin to you? And so to be in a relationship is what Jesus died to give us. But what happens when you are living in a perpetual state of sin? Guess what? You're weakened because God cannot be near you. Big or small, sin is sin. And choosing our way perpetually, like eating the thing that you know you shouldn't eat, choosing your way over his, like just obeying and seeking him for strength and all of those things, when you choose your own way over his, that is you sacrificing your nearness with God. That is you sacrificing your goals. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems profound to me. And when we give into our flesh, what's happening there? When you give into your flesh, what's you are sacrificing nothing but God's presence, his nearness, his grace, his ability to empower you, to strengthen you, to endure. When you give into your flesh, what grows stronger? Your sin grows stronger. Your flesh grows stronger because you are practicing obedience to your flesh. You are practicing allowing your flesh to master you. And that is how you create a sin tolerance. So what what I realized just in, re, in unpacking all of this is that we need to create in our lives a sacrifice tolerance. Just hear me out. It's a tolerance in our capacity to endure. That's what a tolerance is. A tolerance is your capacity to endure. And when when you identify what you aren't eating and what you shouldn't be eating on the daily, what you're going to essentially give up, that becomes your sacrifice. And now I'm at the point where I see my sacrifices as how it's how I keep God's desires higher than my own. And it starts to roll into feeling like worship in my heart. When I sacrifice for him, it feels like worship. As And as I've repeatedly sacrificed things, all of the things, like the things that I like to do that I don't do anymore, and the things that I used to like to eat that I don't eat anymore, as I have perpetually and repeatedly practiced saying no and obeying what I should do, as I have made those sacrifices, I have lost my desire for them. And think about this. In essence, my sacrifices have taken my sins away. That's what I read to you in the scripture, 1 John five ten. It says that Jesus' sacrifices took away my sin. And so that's what we need to repeat in our lives. Sacrifice to take away your sin. And I have found this to be the same process <clears throat> that works in my life. Saying no to you know the wrong foods, the cupcakes and all of the things. Saying no to those wrong foods as a sacrifice to God shows him that I love him more than I love my sin. And you know what it's done? I mean, it's food, it's food choice, God voice, right? It brings him closer. It shows him my obedient heart chasing after him. It creates a nearness, ladies, that I cannot articulate, that I've never had, that I never knew would be possible just by saying no to wrong foods, wrong words, wrong TV shows, wrong books, all of it. My sacrifice create my obedience ability. And God wants, he wants our hearts to be, 
He wants obedience from our hearts more than he wants our sacrifice. So if you want to give him obedience from your heart, then you have to realize that it comes only from you sacrificing, right? Like it still applies to us even on our weight loss journey. And something else I've realized, I promise I'm wrapping this up here. I know it's already eight minutes in. My sacrifices are an outward sign of my inward faith. Think about that. And what I know now about living a sacrificed life is that my sacrifices have always cost me something and the return is always a blessing. You guys know my testimony. You know what I've gone through, where I've made sacrifices, where I've just leaned into and yielded and obeyed and how God has blessed me in areas that were not even related to the area I had sacrificed. I mean, a lot of my blessings that have come from my obedience, there's something I didn't expect and I could not have ever done on my own. Sacrificing and saying no to me as I say yes to Jesus has deepened my relationship and strengthened the volume of his voice in my heart. I want that for you. I mean, I couldn't, when I was dieting, I could not, I could not deny my flesh in a diet, but doing it for the right reasons like pursuing righteousness, doing it for the right reasons changed everything and doing it, you know, really for and through him changed my life all for his glory. And it blessed me profoundly. And I see my sacrifices now as the sacrifices that have been needed to follow Jesus. Has it been easy? Absolutely no. (laughs) Not one single day. They all have hurt me. And that's how I know that they are of value, that I'm giving up something of value so I can be a living sacrifice. And when I sacrifice my heart's desire for God, God always has replaced it with something better, something I didn't even have the courage to pray for or know would be a byproduct. And usually it's always in a different form. Like, you know what I mean? Like when I sacrifice joy in food, I now have joy in his voice. When I sacrifice my comfort in food that I used to seek in food and that, that satiety and, you know, just what it gave me where the world was taking from me, when I sacrifice that comfort in food, I now have comfort in his nearness, his guidance and his enablement, really. And so when I sacrifice my will in any area for his will, his grace, it sustains me. And from that, my obedience from the heart grows easier and easier, even in weight loss. So I'm encouraging you to embrace the sacrifice, to expect the suffering, to read First John five ten as yourself, maybe take it as your pots, a sacrifice to take away my sin. I must sacrifice. I, Jesus is your example, ladies. I'm not your example. God's using me to get the message through to your heart. This is real love. Not that we loved God. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and he sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Recognize that you're going to need to make sacrifices and you will be strengthened to supernaturally obey all of the things because obedience is going to be required. It leads to suffering. 
So identify the sacrifices in your day and see it as being for a bigger, more eternal goal. Remember, sacrifice your will in any area for his will and his grace will sustain you. And from that, your obedience from the heart grows easier and easier day after day. I assure you, even in weight loss. Hey you, real quick, I have an exciting announcement that I cannot wait to share with you, my podcast listeners. So you might not know this, but I am currently seeking 25 women to do a beta test with me of the Seekers Method for Weight Loss. This is the beta test for you, for the woman who is maybe not on Facebook, but who's interested in the DIY version of the Seekers Method. The time is now. I mean, I can't even believe that I'm sharing this with you because last week, God told me that while I might not have this new release of the Seekers Method ready yet, that many of his daughters were ready and that I needed to put it out there imperfectly. You know how some of us just kind of get stuck in that perfection trap. So much of this product is ready and available to you and you are welcome to participate in this beta test. If you are interested, you need to act quickly. I'd like you to go to my website, sherrycapilla.com, and at the very top, you'll see a little, a little bar that says click here for the beta test. You need to go there and click there for the beta test. There's a little video where I tell you a little bit about what we're testing and what I'm looking for and all of those things. Or you can also go to today's show notes and I'll have a link put right in there for you. At the time that I'm recording this, there are currently only 19 seats left because before I take this to social media, I've taken it first to my email list and now to my podcast listeners. So a handful of people have already responded that, um, responded to that private invitation, but this is your private invitation. I would encourage you. I know this is going to fill up quickly because this has been the area that I've had the most requests. Sherry, can I get the seekers method um, without Facebook? Until now, the answer was no. Um, here's something else I, I hadn't planned on telling you. You get a free copy, an advanced free electronic copy of my forthcoming book, The Seekers Method. You also get a free copy of my recently published journaling prompts workbook of The Seekers Method. So, oh, and here's the bonus. Oh, I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> no more waiting for open enrollment because this is a way that God has you know, just told me to go get this out there for those of you who are ready now. He needs you seeking him instead of a number on the scale and the time is now. So if you're interested, act quickly, go to my website, sherrycapilla.com, click on the beta test thing, go through the details, see if it's a match for you, enroll and you'll be in it. Um, otherwise, I, I will have to, I'm going to cap it at 25 because I want to be able to work with these women, answer their questions and all of that. All right, back to the broadcast. Hey you and welcome to the podcast. So really quickly, before I start this episode, I want to let you know what this is. What you're hearing right now is something that wasn't intended for a public audience. It was really intended only for those women in my private coaching group called The Thinner Circle. The Thinner Circle is um, it's a group coaching program by invitation only for women who have completed at least one round of the Seekers Method. And once they understand how the Seekers Method works and they want to have more, you know, more accountability and uh, more community, um, 
they are invited to the thinner circle and as members of the thinner circle we meet with a higher degree of frequency meaning we meet together two times a month um, and then as they have emergencies i'm available to do coaching with them and then also what happens is i share a little bit more intimately with them about my weight loss journey and where i am um, than i do with anybody in the greater audience so what you're hearing now is a divine revelation that God had given me one morning on how to tolerate the hard stuff in our lives and how to see that, you know, what you're doing, how it matters and to have a tolerance for the hard things and to see it from a biblical perspective. So it's a bit of an unusual podcast, but I thought I would share it with you because it contains a powerful revelation right from the word of God. And I thought I would share it with you, my listening audience. That way, if ever you're in the Seekers Method and you decide to ultimately join the Thinner Circle, you can see what it's like to be coached by a Christian life coach for weight loss. All right, on to the show.